Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. As today, we are at Mount Dora Brewing, actually at the Rocking Rabbit Brewery at at 405 South Highland Avenue in beautiful Mount Dora, Florida. As today, we are doing another show about the great craft breweries in Central Florida. And with me today is Jeff Herbst, who is from uh, Mount Dora Brewing and the Rockin' Rabbit Brewery. And uh, Jeff, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could invite us in. We really appreciate it. We're going to try some beers. We're going to talk all about your beers. And now, first of all, we'll kind of explain how this works. It's the Mount Dora Brewing, which is the, the parent company. And then you've got, like I said, the, we're you know here at the Rockin' Rabbit Brewery. You've got the Rockin' Rabbit Cafe. So first of all, why don't you tell us a little history about it? and how you got all these different places in one here. Well, it's uh, the, the reason there's so many different places because these are several buildings that were built in different decades and right. they're all connected together and you can't actually make it all one big place. So I have to have all these different rooms just like uh, any big restaurant would have. And so we have different seating areas. And so the tap room is the tap room and the dining room is the dining room we have the beer garden out back and we have the barn which is another room that's so that when people are delivering food and drinks they can go right to the table when somebody puts it into the, the pos system so they can figure out where all the food's going Oh, so you you've got like you said uh, a lot of you know different uh, you know places because of the the buildings and so you you've got he- food here. I mean, was that always your intent when you created this place to to make it what it kind of turned out to be? Or no, I was going to lease the kitchen to someone else, and that fell through years ago, and so I had to just take it over. And so we've got a, a great staff of. Uh, people working in the kitchen and great and servers and i make all the beer and make sure everything runs correctly and now jeff tell us a little bit of how you got involved in you know brewing i mean was it that you were a home brewer is this something that's that started with your love and passion for beer or was this something that you decide i'm just going to open a brewery or no i was making making beer on my own like a home brewer and i'd and uh, my wife didn't like the smell of it in the closet, so I had to do it outside of the house. And so I, I had my shop over here. I was a woodworker, and this was this building it was in my shop. And so I started doing it in here. And at the turn of uh, 2006, 2007, when the economy started to crash, I decided to try to do something with this building to try to make it a viable business because there was no one opening up businesses there was nobody was renting anything like that so i was trying to turn it into something that would make a little bit of money so that the building would stay viable so i started researching you know the breweries and i just happened to come across a friend of mine who had 
this brewing equipment in a warehouse and he was filling the pinch he needed to get rid of the equipment i had a place to put it so it kind of evolved into this metamorphosis of me trying to talk my wife into letting me do a brewing brewery and then the restaurant becoming part of the necessity to feed people while they were drinking and it just turned into this and just snowballed into this what it is today so are these recipes jeff ones that you were doing as a home brewer i mean are these ones you 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 developed yourself or no these are all these are things that i kind of i picked up recipes off of the internet um through a thing called beertools.com and uh then i modified them to to be because these were five gallon batch beers i just read what i thought would sounded good and i took that and just multiplied it out into to make a hundred and something gallons and then as i started buying grain and buying things and trying to portion it out i just started when it called for 20 pounds or whatever i would just throw 25 in because the bags of grain came at 50 pounds and so i just started mixing and matching and i turned everything into organic grain because uh it's a it has a little different flavor and a whole different uh it's just different organic grain is different than regular grain so i that's i had to could only get certain kinds of organic grain so that made me change the styles to different you know you know so it's basically i made all this stuff up to myself and try to get it to make it and what it is today oh so jeff when you were starting you know this brewery did you have an idea of how much beer you wanted to brew i mean did was there a certain size i mean is that the same amount that you brew now that you started or well, in some respects, yes. The, the the equipment I have is a three barrel system, so I can only make three barrels right, yeah. at a time. So, and there's no way you can make a half of it. So you right, have, yeah. The the fermenting tanks are seven barrels. So I that's this was designed to actually make two batches at a time to fill up a fermenting tank. But the we haven't been going through the beer fast enough, so it didn't. It, it would not. St- Day the whole time in the you know we weren't commun um, consuming it fast right. enough yeah. so the beer would start getting a little bitter so I went back to just making one batch at a time so that I could have the beer fresh you know so like like this blonde I just we just took this as the first keg off of the new batch of beer that I made two weeks ago. Oh. So that's great, and uh, Jeff. So you try to have a different uh, b- blend of of beers. I mean, you try to do a lot of different styles of beers. I've been concentrating on trying to make exactly the same beer and the same flavor. That's the hardest part about doing the small batches like this. Right. This is a, there's a I don't have a lot of computer aided systems that blend things together. It's me, and so. I make three beers basically right now. I've got a blonde, a red, and a porter. And so I blend those together just like a black and tan is a blend of beers. Newcastle is a blend of beers. So I took my blonde beer and I blended it with my porter. So my black and tan I call a dirty blonde. 
I mixed my red and my blonde together, which is my Beauclair blonde and my rocking rabbit red. I mixed them together in 50 50 because I figured out how to do this in a tap. And then I made another beer, and it's distinctly different flavor, and it's called Dora Drawdy Drool. And then I have a beer that I mix my Rockin' Rabbit Red and my Pistolville Porter together, and I call it Rabbit Pellet Porter. So they all have a distinctly different flavor. So um, so I made three beers, and I have six that I can kind of serve. And speaking, you mentioned about Rocking Rabbit Brewery. I wanted to ask, uh, uh, and uh, our audience can't see, but you have a giant Rocking Rabbit right right here. So how, how did the name actually come? Does that have anything to do with this Rocking Rabbit? <laughs> yes, Dora is my Rocking Rabbit. And uh, I, like I said earlier, I was in woodworking, and that was one oh, of the, yeah. the last things I oh. did before I kind of retired from woodworking was that was an experiment on trying to carve carousel animals and i just never found followed through with it to fruition i'm so i have one rabbit and i never sold it so i said well you know anheuser-busch has got the clydesdales yeah you know uh, coors has got the silver bullet train i've got dora yeah. And no one can say that I stole it because there's only one of them, and I made it. So so that's where Dora came from, and that's where I get the name, and so it gives us a little bit of a, a, a mascot. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And you've put Dora on just about your your menu shirts. And that's that's pretty cool. That I like that name. That it has a nice, catchy name. Huh? And that, that, that's how it just all blended together. <laughs> well, you see, the, since we are in Mount Dora, if you ever come and ride the, the rabbit, you get have mounted Dora. Oh, that's how it works. Yeah, it's a rib <laughs> shot there. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Oh, that, that that that's great! Uh, so, did you mention how long that actually took you to make that? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, would you like <laughs> to tell us how long it took? It's about three hundred hours. Oh, wow! That I put into that. Ma- D- just did it here and there, or yeah, but, I mean, uh, just a little, a little bit at a time, or yeah, it took a, I, I took a long time carving on it, and it's just I, you know, and then I. I finished it up a little bit at a time, made the rockers and the, the pedestal for it, and then putting it all together and getting the saddle carved out. And oh. it's a, it's, It was an interesting project. Great. And like we said, and we'll try some of these beers in our very uh, next uh, segment, but it's great that you've, you've got, like I said, uh, uh, Rocking uh, Rabbit Red Ale and Dora Drawdy Drool, and, you know, that you, you've, incor- you, uh, you've got a good marketing scheme here. You've, 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 uh, you know, it seems like you've, you've, you've got a good blend of, of, of everything, you know, incorporating the Rocket Rabbit. Again, that was probably intentional, huh? Well, yes, in some respects. I, Peggy didn't want me to make a, uh, my wife didn't want me to call it a Rocking Rabbit Brewery, period, because I, she didn't want me to have Honey Bunny Brown. She didn't think anybody would drink Honey Bunny Brown beer <laughs> so, <laughs> or Cottontail Pale. Oh. 
Oh, and th- those are some of the other names of beers huh, that you've created, huh? Uh, they're just names. Oh, they're just, mm, you've got yeah. the names, now you've just got to try to get the actual <laughs> beer to go with the names. Maybe, I don't know. You'll, you'll just see, yeah, you just <laughs> see. Okay, uh, Jeff, you know, that uh, sounds great. What we are going to do is we're going to come back and I'll try some of these, uh, these beers and we'll talk just a little bit more about uh, them. And uh, my guest today is Jeff Hurst. Herps, who is uh, from Mount Dora Brewing uh, here at the Rocking Rabbit Brewery at uh, 405 South Highland Street in beautiful Mount Dora as we are uh, covering another great uh, brewery for our craft brewery showcase we have here. And you are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Mount Dora Brewing and at the uh, Rocking Rabbit Brewery. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program program today. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at uh, the Rocking Rabbit Brewery uh, here you know, at Mount Dora Brewing and uh, 405 South Highland Street in beautiful Mount Dora, Florida. And uh, as we are continuing our great look at uh, craft breweries, uh, with me today is Jeff Herps, who is the owner of Mount Dora Brewing and Rocking Rabbit Brewery. And Jeff, it's a pleasure and honor you could join me today. And I'm going to put down this phone so we could tr- that I could try some of these uh, be- beers here. So the first one we have here is Buke, Beauclair? Beauclair Blonde. Okay. That's a, I've named all the beers after things here in Mount Dora. And Lake Beauclair is close to this Location and it's a, about a, less than a mile away, and um, so I was into alliteration also. So I had a blonde beer, so I was thinking Beauclair Blonde flowed really well. So that's why the name came. But uh, it does not mean that I took the water right out of Lake Beauclair. <laughs> oh, okay. And now. Let's see here. We have the Dora Draughty Drool. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about this one? Well, the Dora Draughty Drool, again, is a, the name came from the, the at one point in time, they, they said that the namesake of this town was Dora, came from Dora Draughty. And so I made that beer out of a blend of my blonde and my red. So I was looking for a name, another name from Mount Dora and Dora Drati is a very prominent name for this little town, so I, that's what I gave it to. Now, I, all my beer, I use organic grain, right? so there's no preservatives in it. I'm not really into carbonation, so some people think the beer is sort of flat, but I don't like th- what the carbonation does to me when after you drink a lot of it, you, you know, it comes back out. Yeah. One way or the other. So <laughs> yeah. I, I try to... Keep, uh, try to keep keep it uh, down carbonation down so oh okay so yeah th- so this particular beer is like uh, and, and the blonde was the first lightest then this is the sec- second lightest then uh? yes and uh, we're going from the lighter t- to the darkest so yeah. uh, that has an interesting taste uh, almost kind of like uh, 
I don't know, like a not a whiskey taste, but uh, like barrel aged. I don't know if that's it, but everyone tastes something. I guess a little different. Huh? <laughs> it's just me. I don't know. No, they and everyone does, and everyone the 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 blonde has got a like a light brown sugar added to it. Yeah, it gives yeah. it a smoother aftertaste. I got that. Yeah. The red beer, which is the next one you'll be drinking, has got um, orange blossom honey in it. So the combination of those two give that a distinct flavor and the uh the beers are not they're brewed differently one's got like a a 60 minute hopping and the other ones are 90 minute hopping so there's a you can't i can't figure out any way to make the drool without blending it because of the different times and the different effects of cooking the beer and and the malt Okay, and like you said, the next one here is the Rocking Red, Rocking Rabbit Red Ale, and uh, so that th- this is uh, tell us a little bit about this one then. Well, that one is one that I have uh, orange blossom honey in it, and uh, when I first started making the beer, I was I loved the the red, and I used a lot of honey in my beer, and so that was kind of like like my original the original beer that i made the first one i made and um it's kind of funny story i was when i was cooking the first batch of beer i had got all this equipment and i'm trying i didn't have the right stirring stick so i used was using a a rake that you use to pull the grain out and i was trying to stir with the rake and the, the head of the rake came off inside my tank and my son wanted me to call it red rake ale because i lost a rake in it so, but that's that's the first beer I I made. Oh, that that that's a, that's a good one. One thing I'll say, maybe it's just me, but it almost kind of has like a a red wine sort of taste. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that, but no, I no, I'm the first one. But it's good though. I, I like it because kind of like a. It's probably because of the honey. You know, it's a good blend of honey, and then you've got the beer and your grain. But yeah, that 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 is a, that is a good one. So the, now the next one we have here is the. Dirty blonde, and you were mentioning that this is kind of blending. Blonde, what was it's it? It's like a black and tan. Okay, that's my black and tan. Uh, that so I mix my porter, my pistol porter, and my Beauclair blonde together. So I just called it a dirty blonde. It was just that. So it's like a I muddied up the blonde with the porter. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's a that's like a black and tan. Yeah, that's a. A uh, good blend, I think. Yeah, it blends well. And next we have here is the Rabbit Pellet Porter, and uh, this is a little d- darker. And uh, can you tell us about this one? Well, that's a combination of my Rocking Rabbit Red and my Pistolville Porter. Um, and again, it's one of those things. It's uh, it was just a, an experiment at trying to make different beers with what I had because it, when I first started making and opened the brewery up i only had three bright tanks so i could only make three beers and so that's what i started with i didn't have as many bright tanks as i do now and so the combination was to so i could have more beer to to give people to let them try and uh, it was it was fun to kind of experiment with mixing these beers together because i i drank way too much that day <laughs> It was not. It was not good. It was not pretty. 
my uh, the alcohol content is pretty on the high side of all these beers too mm. the uh the the blonde runs about seven percent the the red is like eight and a half each and the porter is like 10 wow. so when you start combining them together they just basically go from seven up to ten in alcohol content which is pretty strong for most beers um i didn't know how to calculate the alcohol content at first because i what was what was happening was i used a uh, spectrometer to read bricks i didn't know at that time that it changed when you added alcohol right so i had to use a hydrometer and then i so i it, the alcohol contents jumped drastically so everyone liked the beer so i had to leave it the way it was so it's just that my four percent blonde that i thought i had and my seven percent porter which was a very nice alcohol contents jumped three percent on all of them and then so that's why they are what they are right now Okay, and the last one we have here is another uh, porter. It's the uh, Pistolville uh, Porter. Can you tell us about this beer here? Well, Pistolville is, like I said, is uh, the name of this little section of the town. Oh. And they, they, uh, many, many years ago, apparently, there was a little bit of gunplay or something like that yeah. in the town and there in this area, and so they called it Pistolville because they were settling their arguments with that type of you know guns so i named it pistol porter again it was my alliteration i have a porter pistol porter just fent together great so so this is actually part of a flight i want to let everyone know that if everyone would like to try all these uh beers they could actually get this in the f- flight so this is the flight that you 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 uh, sell i mean do you have like other flights uh, i mean how many beers do you have here um I, these these are what's on the normal flight that's the normal so, flight yes uh, i have some seasonal beers that i make um the, um, I have a friend that has an organic blueberry farm, and the blueberry season has just now started. So when I'll probably get some more blueberries from him and make another batch of blueberry beer, but, and it will be ready probably in a month or two. And so I'll have that, and then that will be added to the flight. So the, basically you get like a flight. Each glass is five-ounce glasses, about $1.50. Oh, wow. So so that's uh, great, and so you you have uh, all these different beers you mentioned about. You know, you 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 put in certain seasonal beers. Uh, do you do like uh, other beers, like for Christmas or autumn? I mean, do you you try to have different seasonal beers? Or? Uh, no, I can't. I no, I don't because I don't have that many bright tanks. And oh so, yeah, you were mentioning that. Yeah. Yes, I you. It. I I don't keg my beer, and I keg it to 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 serve it. Right. But I don't. Don't keg it, it to store it. I oh have it, yeah, I ha- use a bright tank to store it, and so that's with the way they they uh, calculate your alcohol or your sales or how many gallons and things like that. This is the way I have to do it to make it so I can pay the federal government and the state for their pennies and <laughs> for all the alcohol that I make, and so 
Oh, and one thing, uh, Jeff, I wanted to talk about here, I'm looking at your menu. So when somebody comes in, you know, they want to have dinner. I mean, do you do like recommended food pairings? I mean, if somebody says, I'm sure you probably have a hamburger, but if somebody says, what beer goes with a hamburger? What beer goes with this? What goes beers with that? Do you try to recommend things or? No, I don't. I, we, we try to let everybody, if they have never been in here, take get a flight so they can cha- oh, okay. taste the beers. You know, since we have these all on tap, some people like you to... I said, hey, I want a blonde with a, a little shot, just a shot of, of blueberry in it sometimes. Yeah. They'll, they'll do different things like that and kind of uh, blend the beers themselves to get it to where they... the flavor they like. And... They, I let them. We have a very extensive menu, and so they do all kinds of. Uh, they just make it whatever they want it to do. I don't try to tell them that what food is going to be better with another, because everyone is so subject has subjective flavors and tastes about things, and so I let them yeah, make yeah, their let own them, mind up. Up to their old uh, conclusions there. And we, we noticed that you have a few, like, uh, commercial brands of cider, but right now you do not uh, make any cider here then, huh? No, cider is actually a, considered a wine. Oh. And because you're using fruit. Right, yeah. And well, you have to have a winemaking license. Oh. <laughs> I only have a malt beverage license. Oh, okay. I can't make out or uh, distilled spirits either because I don't have a distilled spirits license. That's there's okay. different animals right there. Oh, but you can sell commercial cider. It looks you could sell some of these yes. commercial things. And so, if people had their heart on cider, they could still get it. Huh? Yes, I to be able to have uh, to be able to even sell beer. You have to have another. That's a, just another license. Oh, and so you and when you get that license, you can sell wine and beer and all that kind of stuff. And so people don't always want. You know, not everyone likes my beer. I mean, um, but some. So some people like to. They can only drink Miller Light or mm. you know a real light beer, and so they. That's what they want to drink. So. So I, I'm trying to bring in more people in. Right. So then there's a lot of times people come in and they will just they'll drink different things. So it's that's what it's for is to try to bring people in to get them to try my beer to see what real beer, yeah. good beer is like, and they'll drink the other stuff too. Yeah. And so and with dinner and everything else because we have like I said we're open for breakfast and lunch and dinner. Oh, I mean, is there a, a sort of breakfast beer? Do you serve beer for breakfast? Beer is not just a breakfast food anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but it's uh, uh, you know, it's that's just one thing. You can. I always try to recommend if they're going to come in and they want to have a, a really good breakfast, they need to eat uh, an everything omelet with all the meat and cheese and vegetables and everything else in it, and a, have a big glass of porter. Oh, so so Paul Porter's the the one for for that oh, yeah. omelet. It's like it's like yeah, yeah that's that's like the gravy. 
Oh, so that, that that's great that uh, you could uh, have uh, you know beer pairings with omelets. No one didn't even think of that. So that's interesting. Okay, okay uh, Jeff, we're going to uh, take a quick break, and when we return, we want to talk more about live entertainment and the things you actually do. We learned about the beers. We want to think all about the other things that you you do here. My guest is uh, Jeff uh, Herps, who is the uh, owner of uh, Mount Dora Brewing here at the Rocking Rabbit uh, Brewery, brewery as we are uh, continuing our look at craft uh, breweries in Central Florida, as we are here at the Rocking Rabbit uh, at uh, 405 South Highland Street in beautiful Mount Dora, and you are listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, and please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as we are here at Mount Dora Brewing at the Rocking Rabbit Brewery, 405 South Highland Street in beautiful Mount Dora, Florida, as we are continuing our look at uh, great craft breweries of Central Florida. With me today is Jeff Herps, who is uh, the, the owner of the Mount Dora Brewing and Rocking Rabbit Brewery and uh, Jeff, pleasure, honor you could join me today. And we've been talking about the beers and things and now we want to talk about some of the entertainment you have here at the Rocking Rabbit Brewery. We understand that you have uh, some great live entertainment. Yeah, I do. Um, music is a very big part of uh, my life and uh, so we've developed a, a a very nice music venue here and I have music pretty much every night we're open of some sort we have music on Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights and then Sunday is a live jam so people can come in and and showcase their talents and uh, we have a lot of people come in and listen to that and then we have band practice, a house band practices on Monday night in here for a couple hours so uh we if Sunday night's a really in, interesting thing because there's a lot of people that are not say professionals yeah. come in and and get to showcase themselves and so that's that's a very interesting interesting thing to observe because you really don't know exactly what's going to happen or who's going to show up so um, that's that's a good thing and I I've, I've got a great band coming in there tonight we had a very interesting musician. Last night, uh, Thursday nights usually is a more quiet time. We have like single acts right. on Thursday, and then uh, so yeah, we it's all on our website. It's uh, mountdoorbrewing.com, and it's all spelled out: M O U N T D O R A B R E W I N G. That's um, what the website is, and there's a calendar of events and everything you can look on that. So. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Now, Jeff, do you have any other, like, uh, special uh, events or do any other, like, uh, you know, trivia nights or bingos or anything else? Uh, N- no, we don't. Uh, we we do have some special entertainers coming in here um, once in a while and that we actually charge people to come in because right. they travel from New York and right, things yeah. like that. So we we've been experimenting with that a little bit. Um, like I said, uh, music is a big part of this place, and uh, it, it just it adds a whole lot, a whole different dimension to a brewery when we have the music and 
everything. And Jeff, do you have like a lot of uh, parties or birthday parties or special anniversaries? I mean, with this being a like kind of a well, it is a re- restaurant. I mean, do you have like the the, the celebrations here too? Or we, we have people come in and want and use like our dining area. It's kind of since it's it's kind of divided off. We can kind of. Sp- Split it off away from the rest of the place, so we can we can actually do some small parties on certain days, uh, and we have done that. Um, so yes, we we can, and and there's a lot of people come in and throw have birthday parties. They'll have five or ten people come in and just hang out in the tap room and listen to the music, and then eat cake, and you <laughs> yeah. know, we haven't had any cake fights or anything, food fights yet, but. I'm expecting that's will be next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, somebody will be start throwing icing. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, Jeff. And the one thing I wanted to do is talk about your locations. As we mentioned, we have people live, uh, you know, living all over the world listening to to this. And a lot of times, we'll be coming in, of course, for Universal and of course Disney. I wanted to give you a chance to kind of explain. You're probably better at it. Where exactly you are compared to the airport, compared to Disney, compared to Universal, so people could stop in and and, and say have a nice beer. Okay, uh, we are about. 30 miles north of Orlando, and it's the geographical center of the state. So we're on the, in the mountains. We're on the, we're the fourth highest spot in the state of Florida wow. at a grand total like 184 feet above sea level. So we're, we're way up here in the mountains, and I have the only mountain brewed beer in the state. Yeah. So uh, it... it um, it's kind of a, in Lake County. It's, okay. a, it's a sleepy little kind of area at this point in time. may not be in the next few months, but right. it's growing and developing um, since the freezes and all the oranges have uh, kind of gone away. It's now becoming more of a, a haven for homes and that type of stuff. So, um, But like I said, it's 30 miles north of Orlando, the airport's about an hour from here south um it's an hour to the each coast to uh, crystal river and uh then daytona beach is about an hour either direction so it's it's very centrally located and um we're two hours south of jacksonville oh there you go yeah ocala's an hour north of here so that pretty much puts the crosshairs on it (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. So, yeah, we encourage everyone to to check you out if they're in the area. And probably you mentioned your website, but we'll mention that again. So, I mean, are you all on social media? Do you have, like, Facebook and all that, too? Um, We have a Facebook page. uh, But like I said, we have a website. And it's MountDoraBrewing.com. And it's completely spelled out m-o-u-n-t-d-o-r-a-b-r-e-w-i-n-g.com and you can go on there and there's a maps and there's a calendar of events and there's a little story about how i started and what led me into starting to brew beer and things like that on that website and uh like i said the calendar events tells you who's playing music and and when and uh any other fanciful things that may come up we put out a newsletter you can sign up for a newsletter and we put that out about every two weeks and we don't 
give your emails to anyone else. <laughs> I don't sell that. That's yeah, like, good, good. Yeah, yeah you. So. Oh, well, that sounds uh, great, Jeff. So just just to clarify here that you basically sell your beer here, and that's pretty much the only only place to get it. Then yes, that's okay. that's it. You're, this is where it is. And if you, if you want to drink my beer, you have to come here. Okay. I don't have the I don't have a system set up big enough to be able to produce this into in mass quantities. This is all handcrafted beer, and I. You know that's it. You do do you do take out growlers or no? Well, I I could do that at one point in time, but with like I said, this is a restaurant. Oh yeah, right. And so when I got the, I have a full liquor bar. Right, right. And so to increase the restaurant, right. People coming in want to have a dinner, and a lot right, of yeah. a lot of people will only drink. You know, brown liquor or vodka or something like that, and they won't go to restaurant unless they can get that. So, to increase my food sales, I got that. And when I increased that license and restaurant thing, they that made me them stop being oh, able to I sell yeah. the growlers, right? Uh, unless I I have to do. There's some other th- yeah, hoops yeah, do to that. jump through to be able to do that. But uh, at this point in time, I can't really sell growlers, so oh, uh, okay. it's a long story. Oh, so you have a full liquor bar, uh, J- Jeff? Uh, so yeah, so people could get a shot to get your beer as a chaser. You'll take, yeah. you'll take yes, whatever. it was more of the fact that there's there's like Grandma wants to have a a, a vodka and, yeah, yeah. and cranberry juice, and so. They won't come out to dinner and bring grandma out to dinner because she wants that or something. So that's why. And I've noticed a big difference in the sales of food. So, Okay, Jeff, I really appreciate you, uh, your invitation to hear you and uh, Peggy for inviting us. It's a, a beautiful place. I guess this is, like you said, all separate buildings. It seems like it's one log building, but it is actually separate buildings. That Yes, it's, okay. it is. <laughs> And I appreciate you coming by and, and having a nice conversation with me. And I, I hope that all of you out there that listen to this come want, come by and say hi and drink a beer. Okay. My guest has been Jeff Herbs, who is the owner of uh, Mount Dora Brewing here at the Rock, Rocking Rabbit Brewery at 405 South Highland Street, a beautiful Mount Dora, as we are continuing our look at great craft breweries in Central uh, Florida. And you are listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, uh, the uh, Central Florida buzz, as we said, here at Mount Dora Brewing at Rocking Rabbit Brewery. And please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Cara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole Counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.